All right, whenever you're ready. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fitness for Thought. Today, French and I are covering cold exposure. So we've talked recently about saunas. And now we want to talk about cold exposure. When you think of cold exposure, typically we're talking about ice baths, cold showers, and then cryotherapy. So we're going to go into some of the benefits and practicality of using it and then talk a little bit about our recommendations. So French, you want to start us off? Yes, sir. So cold showers and stuff like that, I feel like have become, I don't know if they've become like a meme, but they've been, they've been talked a lot about as far as like, you know, I think of it when I think of like a morning routine videos and like productivity stuff and like people think that they were some people make them out to be the end-all be-all to dominating life pretty much but they actually do have some actual benefits that have been proven um not that you need to do them to you know be healthy and be productive but there is some interesting benefits of doing cold exposures like cold showers and cold baths are probably going to be the most practical one i've never done cryotherapy but um Obviously, you have to be in a location where that's accessible to you. And I think it's, I don't know, it definitely costs some money. So cold yeah. showers are probably going to be people's number one go-to for the most part. So yeah, basically an overarching theme is that cold exposure, obviously, it's not very comfortable if you've done it, but it's giving a certain type of stress to the body. So, oh, there's my rice cooker going off in the background. Um, So it's there's a difference between good stress and bad stress in the body. So good stress, aka U stress, so EU and then stress, that's good stress to the body versus distress, which is bad stress. So a good example of U stress would be like sauna or cold therapy or like working out, something that stresses you in the moment, like your body physiologically, but over time actually gives you benefits versus distress like oh crap, I have to cram for an exam tomorrow. Obviously, that's not really good stress for the most part. So it's basically stressing the body enough that it gets a positive response, not going too far that it's going to give you negative effects. So that's kind of an overarching like benefit to cold exposure. Now, what are some of like the specific benefits? The one that I have heard the most and I think is pretty like proven for the most part is it can reduce muscle soreness particularly doms so doms delayed onset muscle soreness so if you've ever done resistance training weightlifting stuff like that a lot of times you'll notice is you won't be very sore obviously you're not really sore right after the workout and you may not even be that sore the next morning when you wake up but maybe that second day that soreness really sets in between like anywhere between like 24, 48, maybe even 72 hours. That's when the soreness is usually at its peak for the most part. So hence the name, delayed onset muscle soreness. So when you do like an ice bath or a cold shower, it can reduce that by, you know, it basically constricts the blood vessels during cold water exposure. And then they dilate after they're done. So they constricts, your body gets really cold, your blood vessels constrict. And then once you get out and your body heats up again, they're flooded because they expand because they have been constricted and they don't want to be like that. So that pretty much fl helps flush out stuff like lactate and other metabolic waste products, pretty much, you know, lactate meaning like um, a lot of people have probably heard the term lactic acid, 
but um like lactate specifically is what kind of gives you that burn feeling like so if you're at the end of a set those last few reps you're really feeling the burn that's lactate and other metabolic waste products i'm not really sure what the specific ones are kind of just building up in your muscles and cold water exposure really helps flush that out obviously your body can clear some of it to an extent that's why you can feel the burn on one set take a little break your body clears them enough to be able to go again and you can do another set but it builds up enough where you might want to do some cold water exposure to really alleviate and get rid of those metabolic waste products that lactate i think this is particularly important more so for like sports performance than maybe just the traditional gym goer because Another benefit of them of the cold water exposure is it helps uh, decrease inflammation and tissue swelling, which some inflammation is good, especially when you're trying to grow muscle. Obviously, you're making little micro if you're training properly and training hard enough, you're going to be making small micro tears within the muscle, which is good because then if you sleep enough, eat properly, hydrate properly, your muscles come back stronger, bigger, more powerful, etc. So you want some of that. You don't want to just blunt all the inflammation right after your training. But for something like sports performance, where maybe you ha might have, obviously you're going to have multiple workouts in a week or multiple competitions in a week, you want to be as fresh for those competitions as humanly possible. So this is why you see like NFL, NBA players, especially, you know, they're playing games back to back. They're not going to think about, oh, like I want this adaptation response, so I'm going to limit my swelling. No, they want to feel as good as they can if they have a back-to-back. -back. They're going to get in that ice tub. They're going to be icing as much as possible to really limit that inflammation and calm down that tissue swelling so they can be ready to play the very next day. So that's probably the biggest. Nolan, you want to hop in there or something? Yeah, uh, I actually do want to push back a little bit. So um, I do think the last thing you said is really what's what's the main thing going on here because – from what I understand, um, in some of my previous classes, we we talked a lot about cold exposure. And it. I think that, well, first of all, let me say this. So I think there's a big misconception with lactic acid. So I think people think like, so, so take baseball pitchers, for example. There's always the common thing where, okay, go run a lap after you pitched a game because we need to clear that lactic, lactic acid. That's BS. Lactic acid clears in 45 minutes, regardless of what you're doing. No movement required. So if you're a coach out there, do not have your pitchers run after the game. That's just making them run. It's not doing anything for their arm. If anything, just let them rest their arm. But like French said, there is lactate. There is, uh, um, I guess, byproducts, fluid within those muscles. So actually, one of the best things you can do to push that fluid out, to push it around is just simply movement. So um, one thing, you know, like he said, the cold will do is it's constricting those uh, muscles and then opening them up after. Um, so that's the thing with DOMS. Uh, I don't necessarily know that it's really, I, I'm sure it's helping the circulation with DOMS. I don't know if that part of it is really what's um, improving the soreness as much as it is you're making the subject feel uh like they so so you get obviously numb from sitting in that in that cold and then after you feel like you can move better and so you're moving around and the perceived fatigue is less 
And then you can move, which is moving around some of these byproducts, which I think in turn helps a lot with that recovery. Um, so that's that's the big thing that at least that's how I it's been explained to me that I think is going on there. Um, and then another thing to circle back, not to get too off topic, but I just did want to touch on this. Um, so I have done, I've done cold, uh, ice baths, cold showers and cryotherapy. I do think that cryotherapy is great, but it's not really super practical. It's still pretty expensive to get done. Um, so I think that for most people, the, the actual practicality of it is going to be with cold showers, just because that's the easiest thing to do. But it, ice baths are becoming more and more popular. Um, a lot of people are getting them at home. Uh, so I do think that you're going to start to see this become more and more popular. Um, but having st starting out at a point where you can uh, actually like maintain it where it's realistic is the main thing here. So like you don't need to go out and and like spend a bunch of money on cryotherapy in my opinion. But yeah, that's I just wanted to add that in there because that that was a point that one of my professors stressed quite a bit is that it's not necessarily uh that the cold itself is speeding up your recovery a crazy amount as much as it is reducing the perceived fatigue, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. You put that very well. So like, and again, with the blood circulation, obviously the best way to get your blood flowing is to move. This is why people, um, you know, if you've been like a hard through a hard week of training, I think in my, in my personal opinion, I think doing like an active recovery day is better than just laying around all day. Like even just getting up, going for a walk, getting the body moving a little bit, doing some light stretching just to kind of like, I don't know, get the body moving, get the blood flowing as opposed to, I mean, First, you might think that just doing nothing and resting might be the best thing, which is definitely good. You're going to get recovered for the most part, but that's why active recovery has become uh, a lot more popular. So, yeah, uh, speaking about the inflammation and the tissue swelling thing, if you're going like say you care about building muscle, so you still want to get that like response from your training, that inflammation response, so you can cue that adaptation. You don't want to do, you don't want to finish your resistance training workout and then go right to the cold tub right after. You want to wait a few hours. I'm honestly not sure how many hours is the correct period to wait, but I mean, you might want to wait three to four hours to give your body a little bit of time to just kind of sit in that inflammation, so to say. Um, I was talking to Nolan before this. I think I watched the Strongman documentary where they would wait like, eight hours after that was like the last thing they did before they went to bed was they sit in the cold tub because again, that inflammation does cue growth and adaptation within the body when it's stressed efficiently. So um, yeah, you don't want to do it right after unless, like I said, with sports performance, like I took, I took an ice bath this week actually. And I did it right after my run because I was like, okay, we're going to, cause I think it was, um, yeah, we had a pretty hard uh, cross-country workout on Wednesday, and we usually work out, Tuesday, work out, do hard workouts on Tuesdays and Fridays, but this week we switched it. We were going Wednesday and Friday, so I knew it was going to be a pretty quick turnaround, so I was like, okay, I need to get recovered for Friday, so I did an ice bath. And like back to the practicality thing, 
like a lot of people, I think the, obviously you can buy, there's companies making specifically like ice tubs and ice chests and stuff like that. Uh, I'm not really sure. I'm sure you can spend a lot of money on them. I'm sure there's some more affordable options. A lot of people have been doing um, where they just buy a big chest freezer and fill that up with water. And obviously the freezer is going to keep the water super cold and they sit in that. That's another option. Um, what we do is just, we just get a big, like, I think we either get like a big, I want to call it a big bucket. It's like almost like the troughs that you set out for like a horse to drink water. It's like a cattle tank. Yeah, like a cattle. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. We just fill that thing up. Or like if a lot of people are going to do it, we'll fill that thing up if we do it ahead of time. But the other night, only a couple of people wanted to do it. So we just filled up like literally like a a garbage, a garbage, uh, garbage can, like a yellow plastic garbage can. So it went up to about my hips, fill up with cold water, a couple buckets of ice in there. You got yourself a nice bath. Stood in there for about. 10 minutes or so and yeah definitely felt good afterwards like he said that perceived effect because after you get out you're obviously you're numb but then after that feeling wears off you just kind of feel a little more fresh so to say and obviously maybe you're not really much more recovered than you were 10 minutes ago but that perceived almost that placebo effect there is it is helpful in my opinion so what 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 that fresh feeling is is there's a release of of norepinephrine epinephrine and dopamine there's a huge release um and epinephrine you know most people associate with adrenaline um but you also have that norepinephrine which is more so like a, almost like a relaxation like focus almost um so there's a big surge of just feel good um I guess if you want to call them hormones being released um, that you're going to experience after another thing that not, I guess I don't want to jump too far ahead. If, if you have points to, to go over, but another, the biggest thing for me that I found with it is um, building mental toughness. So that's the main thing that you can learn from doing that. I, it's obviously really good for your body, but also having the discipline to do it because it does it sucks getting in that cold water. I mean, it is brutal at first. Um, but if you can get through that, I think that builds a lot of mental fortitude um, that you can carry over. You know, I, I really like when I was doing them consistently, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I haven't done them in a while, but I was doing cold showers um, in the mornings because they really wake you up. Um, and they, I think they give you a lot of energy for the day. So that's, that's kind of my favorite part about them is just building that mental toughness. And if you can, if you can start your day with a cold shower, you can pretty much feel like you can conquer anything after that. Right. Yeah. That's a really good point. And a lot of people are going to say, have criticisms of that just because mental toughness is, it's hard to like quantify that and measure mental toughness, which which makes it hard, but it's like, it's almost kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, like when you're doing something hard, like, oh yeah, this is, this is making me tougher. Like you just know it, you know it when you see it, you know it when you feel it type of thing. So I definitely agree there. Cause I mean, the cold showers, especially when it gets to the winter and it's not, cause I mean, obviously when it's in the summer and you've been outside all day, cooler shower might feel pretty good. But 
when it gets to that winter time and you're freezing cold anyway, a lot harder to get in that shower. But I agree with Nolan. I did them for a while last year, and I've actually I took a couple of them this week just because they really wake me up. I have to get up early, and it's like okay, just a couple minutes in the shower, and afterwards you just feel super refreshed, a lot less groggy. Like the grogginess is just gone, pretty yeah. much. And yeah, you just feel like okay. I started my day with something that was uncomfortable, that was hard. I didn't have to do it, but like you get your, you start the day off right on a good foot. So, yeah. uh, and the same thing with, uh, I think it's a little bit even tougher with cold baths because you're, it's like full immersion right. showering. It's like, obviously it's going over you, but when you're standing or sitting in that water, the yeah. first, like, I'd say the first three minutes are like brutal. If you can make it past the first three and you just go numb, then then you're home free. But that first three minutes, you got to just sit there and feel the pain for yeah. for a little bit. So and I'm definitely now. They, what's crazy? So they have a bunch of different stuff. They have um, the I can't remember. If it's called like the polar or something. They have a bunch of different stuff. They have the they have polar the plunge. Is that what it is? I can't remember what it is. Where they swim in like and like off the in the Arctic or maybe oh like out no, of Alaska. no I they have a bunch of different uh like tubs that you oh. can buy to set them in but like there's an interesting one now where it uh basically just circulates the water so you never really get comfortable so it makes oh my sure gosh. that yeah it makes sure that it's at a certain temperature and you're not like getting used to that temperature. Oh yeah, that's I think, uh, I think they're pretty ridiculously expensive, like that one. But probably it is interesting. Yeah, no, I always like because obviously when you're in there in the ice tub, this the ice starts to melt because your body heat, even yeah. though you're really damn cold, it's heating up the water. Yeah. And then inevitably, one of your one of my teammates will come over and pour a bunch of ice in, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's like screw you, but I know it's yeah. I know it's good for me. Or even if you just take your hands and move the water around it's it's uncomfortable so yeah to yeah. to circle back um i know we i just got off topic with just saying about talking about mental toughness but there are some physical benefits that we have haven't touched on just yet so um just to name a few that i have here um boosting immune strength uh so the song is gonna be really good for boosting immune strength um Enhancing weight loss, which we'll talk a little bit more about when we get to metabolism. Um, it's going to increase mitochondrial function. So the ability for your mitochondria to, uh, you know, act and produce um, energy efficiently. And then also there's some interesting stuff about uh, regulating autoimmune disorders. Um, so there's some people who have reported some pretty crazy stories about how they've suffered from autoimmune disorders. And there's, it seems to be like there's a common theme with autoimmune disorders to where they're kind of tricky to figure out at first as to what is really causing them and how to mitigate the side effects. Um, but they, a lot of people report with cold uh, exposure really helping with autoimmune disorders. So that's, I just thought that was interesting. Um, and then the after you get out of um the ice bath or cold shower um you if you don't dry off if you just let your body warm up naturally you'll obviously start shivering because your body will want to that that's how your body's going to try to warm itself up 
and that'll actually create a metabolic effect um, in your body. So uh, the I don't a hundred percent understand the metabolism effect on of cold exposure, um, but I do know that it can improve your metabolism quite a bit. Um, and there's something French that you were going to say about um, the fat. Yeah. Like the so, brown fat. Right. Yeah. I don't really know a whole lot about this. I know I went over it in one of my classes, but basically it can aid in fat burning because it increases brown fat, which helps burn more calories. And basically I think it's brown fat and then it's white fat. Yeah. White fat is like what you don't want. It's like um, additional fat, adipose tissue that you just get from sedentary lifestyle, overeating over an extended period of time. And then there's brown fat, which is actually healthy for you. Cause I mean, you do need some amount of fat on your body. There's a reason why those are an essential, there's essential levels of body fat um, that you need. You need a little bit of fat between your organs to help protect them. And then there's brown fat. So um, I don't know. I'd be interested to look into why, cause I know it's, it's something weird. Cause I think you can actually convert um, some of your white fat to brown fat, if that makes sense. Um, and I think a lot of that has been done through cold exposure over time. So super interesting there. Um, obviously you still need to exercise and eat a good diet. Can't just think you're going to take cold showers and get ripped, but it can be a helpful tool if you're trying to, like no one said, rev up your metabolism or maybe just kind of get that extra little bit of leanness. So yeah, another, another benefit I would say is it helps regulate blood glucose levels. I'm not sure the exact, you know, mechanism behind that, but obviously why it's important to be able to regulate blood sugar levels is um, like diabetes, pretty prevalent disease in today's world, especially type two diabetes, obviously type one diabetes you're born with, or it's like a genetic thing. You can't really do much about it but type two is lifestyle induced. So that's a lot due to, you know, consuming too many calories in general, but especially in the form of carbs and like processed sugars, stuff like that. And especially, I mean, even for me, like if you're someone who exercises and trains hard or you're an athlete, you're probably eating a diet that's pretty high in carbs, which is good. You need that fuel, but you also, your body still needs to be able to, you know, process those carbs efficiently. So you're not letting your blood sugar levels get out of control. And, or, I mean, obviously people know the carb coma when you eat a lot of carbs, your body has to process them. I think if you become more efficient at that, you can eat more carbs during the day without feeling like you need to go take a nap immediately afterwards. So that's really important just for, for general health. So yeah. what are some, let's see. Oh, duration. So, oh yeah. Um, if you look up some of the, I mean, uh, what is it? Wim Hof, Wim Hof. Yeah. He comes, he comes to my mind when I think of cold exposure, cause he can just sit in an ice bath for like an hour and not be phased. But, um, yeah. for most people, you're not gonna, you may not have the time for that. You may not have no desire to go that long and, uh, you don't need to go that long to get benefits. You actually can get benefits i would say like two to five minutes for for a session not very long at all like it's pretty you know two three minute cold shower like i said i stood in the the ice bath for 10 minutes but i 
I mean, I probably could have gotten out at seven or five and still gotten most of the benefits, but yeah, it doesn't really take that long. I would say, I mean, some people will want to do it every day, but I think if you could do it, you know, two to five minutes, two to three times a week, you're going to see a good amount of benefits. What do you think, Nolan? Yeah, that was, I read a couple different uh, recommendations online and they were both kind of hovering around that, you know, I think one of them said 11 minutes, one of them said around 10 minutes on average, uh, total across the week split in, you know, between two to four sessions, average, you know, even one to five minutes uh, per session. So I would say, um, you know, just starting out, just doing it once a week, uh, and then working up to twice a week for a couple minutes is, is totally fine. Um, and yeah, you can all, you can also, so you'll, from what I read, you'll start to reap the benefits of the cold at 55 degrees for the water. Um, but you can always start higher, you know, start around 60, 65 degrees, and then slowly work your way down. Obviously, um, your body is going to get more efficient at resist, or I don't want to say resisting, but adapting to the cold. Um, so you, you can slowly decrease, uh, but yeah, I think that's a pretty good starting point for most people. Yeah. So definitely people's showers are going to go that cold, which is really nice. Um, another thing that I've done in the past is like, I'll take a regular shower, like with warm water. And then for the last like one to two minutes, I'll turn on the cold water. That way it's like, okay, you get to actually enjoy your shower, um, you know, wash your hair, all that good stuff. And then still get some of the benefits at the end. So, um, Oh, another thing I would say, going way back to like we said, it kind of energizes you for the day when you take when you have some cold exposure. Kind of the reason behind that is because when and then we talked about sauna and its benefits for sleep. So the sauna raises your body's core temperature, which then once you get out, your body uh, super compensates and wants to bring it down low because when you sleep, that's when you're in your deepest sleep, that's when your body's at its lowest temperature. So when you're awake, your body raises the temperature. So kind of the opposite, when you get in a cold shower or a cold tub, <coughs> excuse me, um, your body gets really cold. Then when you step out, overcompensates and it raises your core body temperature, thus feeling, making you feel more alert and awake. So kind of a fun fact there. Yeah. I think that's pretty much the basics. Do you have anything else to add over it? That's kind of the the very narrow scope of what I know of it. Um, I mean, there's literally people that do this, like Wim Hof, I know, is probably the leading. I wouldn't even, I don't know if I call him a researcher, just like what he's well known for. Yeah. Obviously, there's a good amount of research out there. So feel free to look look for that kind of stuff. But that's kind of just like the general basics of, some of the benefits and practicalities of it from my understanding. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's a pretty good place to start for most people. And, you know, it's just another tool to use. Um, I, again, I think almost more than anything, the mental, the mental toughness aspect of it is, is super important along with all the health benefits. So that's yeah. kind of my thoughts. Just makes you feel like a badass to start your day. Honestly, it does. It's like, yeah, I kick ass, you know, took a cold shower yeah. this morning. <laughs> it, it is pretty crazy, the rush of endorphins. Right. 
when you do it. And I don't know the exactly why, but I would guess that, you know, obviously your body's getting that stress, that good stress. Then once you're out of it, you kind of have, you know, you're, if you're watching the video version, like, you know, as far as dopamine goes, when you're uncomfortable, dopamine's kind of low, but then once you get out of that uncomfortable situation or into a more comfortable situation, it's going to skyrocket. Yeah. Because it went below baseline and then it's going to shoot back up above baseline which is why you feel so good afterwards. Yeah. A big part of the reason, at least. I think it kind of turns the noise down too. Like you don't, I don't, I feel like I'm not as anxious. You feel more I focused, it. I think like just more like calm. Yeah. I mean, centered. So to yeah, say. I, I feel like you're just not in your head as like overthinking as much and you're just not so worried. I mean, it's, you're just like, you feel like yeah. relaxed almost. I agree. So yeah, big fan of them. I need to do cold showers more often. That's kind of my go-to. Um, I'll set up, I'll do an uh, ice bath like every once in a while, but it's not as, you know, it's not, again, just not super as practical for me. Um, so I'll, you know, I mainly utilize the cold showers, but yeah, normally just crank it super cold last minute or two of my shower. And I, I love it. So yeah. yeah. Also a huge fan. So definitely awesome. try it out if you haven't. Yeah. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Um, we just wanted to cover this since we covered saunas. Uh, if you're interested in some of these kind of, I don't want to say obscure, but kind of just alternative methods of um, fitness, which kind of interest us. I feel like just kind of seeing all the different. Um, just different know. tools, different modalities yeah. you can use. You don't yeah. need them, but they're kind of cool to experiment with, and they do have some cool benefits. So, yeah, yeah. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Um, as always, if you have any suggestions for topics, just let us know. Um, oh, hold up. Here we go. And yeah, follow us on our socials. French, you got anything else to plug? No, that's just. Keep sending those recommendations our way. And thanks for listening, guys. Yep. Peace. Peace.